Most people don't know this, but growing up, I used to visit Yabalef very often. Every day after school, in fact. And no, it's not because I was unwell. Although some people will argue, but no. My dad worked there. And after school, my siblings and I used to meet him there before going home. I remember we used to see all kinds of different people there. So my dad worked in the drugs ward. And let me tell you, there's no better way to discourage a child from taking drugs than taking them to see what happens to people that abuse it. The story in today's episode is about what one woman found in a psychiatric hospital. It happened in Yaba Left. Hello, my name is Bena and I like pasta. The DSM is a Diagnostic and Statistical Manual for Mental Health Disorders. In it, there are nine symptoms listed under borderline personality disorder. These symptoms are frantic efforts to avoid abandonment, unstable and intense patterns of relationships, identity disturbance, impulsivity in at least two areas, suicidal behavior, affective disability, chronic feelings of emptiness, inappropriate and intense feelings of anger or difficulty controlling anger, and paranoid ideation or disassociation. It's like it brought a lot of peace because like I stopped judging myself for some mistakes I made with like relationships and friendships yes like I'm not saying that oh it's all because of my mental health but this is how I like to look at it even if I know the world probably never sees like this if you see a person who is blind and the person walks into like you have a pot of soup there and the person like spills it you're upset that the person spilled your pot of soup but you know that the only reason why they spilled it is because they couldn't see it when people have physical disabilities it's easy to like not blame them for like them just like doing things because of the physical disabilities they have when people have mental disabilities it's not the same people can't see it people don't have the patience to to even like give you like give people the grace in that regard i'm not going to say that i'm going to go around doing dumb shit and accept people expect people not to judge me but like at least i don't judge myself as harshly as i used to Months before I was in my mentor's office, I, I, remember, I went to my mentor's office for the first time in a while and I saw him and a friend. I was just talking and talking and talking about how there's this guy on Twitter. We talked about how this person talked about how they uh, were going to the psychiatric hospital, psychiatric hospital in Yaba and how he wasn't so bad and he was getting his meds and blah, 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 blah and he was helping him mental health and it wasn't even a bad it wasn't a bad experience that it wasn't what he expected it actually was a wasn't bad then he was said to me that he thinks i should go and i was like do you think i have a problem it's like yes you definitely do do you think i have a problem it's like yes a problem a problem a problem and intense feelings of anger or difficulty controlling anger. Borderline personality disorder is a mental health condition 
characterized by unstable moods, behaviors, and relationships. There are over 1.5 million cases reported in Nigeria yearly. So this was months before. So he already kind of planted the seed in my head that Yaba left was not for mad people. Do you get? So like hearing that this influential person and this like successful person, I, I don't really know much about his life, but I think he is those two things would recommend this place because already planted seed in my head that going there was not a bad idea but i still wasn't just going to walk in a few months later there was um like i was having like a i would call it an emotional crisis because um my partner at the time was moving i always knew he was going to travel but there was never a date so when there was finally a date that was when everything started that was when i was basically mourning or i was mourning the um, the ability to 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 see him and feel him and touch him whenever like i wanted to yeah then i got to a point where like i wasn't sad anymore about that was just numb i was just really numb and like i didn't feel anything like i wasn't feeling anything and that was scary like i was not feeling anything and um for the first time i caught myself and it felt really nice to feel something i caught myself and i was i cried not because of like the pain from cutting myself but like I don't know. I don't know. I can't explain it. I'm not encouraging people to do this, please. Oh my God. Later that night, she made a random tweet about how she was feeling very emotional. Someone DM'd her and they ended up having a conversation where she just let out a lot that was on her mind. Yes, I just ranted to this person that I barely knew and she gave me a link to book a therapy session and she said it was free and I was like, it's free, isn't it going to be trash? She was like, nah, she works with the organization, it's not trash. I said, okay, cool. So I, I booked the therapy session and I had my first ever therapy session with a therapist, the community therapist, the community therapist from She Writes Women, Woman. gave me she, she sent me these documents to print out where she talked she basically said that she um, said i had suicidal ideation depression lack of motivation just basically not really in-depth like diagnosis okay this is the source of these symptoms she just said what the symptoms were and said i should take it to the hospital to get tests done I did that next day. I went to Yaba left. And without knowing anyone or anything, just went impulsive. If I had waited, I wouldn't have gone. But at the time, I was kind of scared of what I did because I'd never actually dipped doing that before. I sat down from like, let's say, 
10-ish after I was done everything. Let's say from 10-ish to like to like four. Just watching different things happen. I watched someone get sedated in the hospital. Like he was trying to run away. They held him down and stabbed him. Watching people come and go. Watching people have episodes. There was a woman that brought in her son. I think the son does drugs or something. Shy, he's was a bit manic. Then the guy was now saying something that he has money, they should let him go. That some something, the G boy. He was definitely having an episode as well. Then there was this guy that they they carried him. I think it was the woman's husband. So there are people at the psychiatric hospital. They are like really big men. That their job is just to be there in case anybody has an episode. And there was this woman that was sitting down and she was just making noise and talking. Apparently, she knew everybody that was there. That'd be a regular customer. And there was this cute girl that I didn't know what she was there for. It was probably, I don't know. I kept trying, because like everybody you see, you keep trying to figure out, like, ask yourself, why is this person here? Why is this person here? Why is this person here? Why are you here? It was it was really a lot. Then you see people crying, watching their like husband, their daughter, their mom, like people you love, just like lose their shit. It's like damn. So I spoke with this doctor. She kept asking questions. First thing they ask you is why you're here. I guess I don't know. I don't remember. But like that's usually how they start. And like the questions she was asking, yeah. I can remember how like the answers I gave led to that diagnosis. Because I could remember saying particular things. I would say something. Like she would ask you, oh, she would ask, oh, do you have regrets? And I'd be like, hmm. Um, not really, but I do regret like certain mistakes I made in like particular friendships and relationships I don't have anymore. Um, so it was a bunch of questions and it was a lot of writing. She just kept writing and writing and writing and writing and writing. Then after a while, she told me to wait outside. Then she went into a room with like four other doctors. This was so dramatic. Then they were there for a while and I was waiting for them. And they were all there. Like The woman that I was actually supposed to talk to was sitting down. Then three other doctors were standing around her. <laughs> so dramatic. So I sat down and they looked at me and they said that we are worried about you, we're concerned about your safety and we would like to admit you. <laughs> and I was frightened. Then she went ahead to talk about how um, I, was, I was, she felt like I was a danger to myself and they wanted to keep me under surveillance, some, some, something. And I was like, I, I think I made, because I always joke when I'm scared. Or My default is to make jokes. So like even tr um, throughout me talking to the baby that was giving me diagnosis, I was making lots of jokes. So like, I, I, I think I definitely made a joke and she was like, oh no, you came here yourself. I'm not going to like, 
force you to do anything like no one brought you here you came here yourself so obviously you're trying to get better we just need to know that you have people around you that we can call and ask to like check on you and like make sure you're okay yeah they didn't even tell me what my diagnosis was they didn't tell me anything they just told me that they have um that there's some drugs i needed to get there's some things i needed to do and everything was written in the pieces of paper that were in the file that's why i saw diagnosis borderline personality disorder and i never heard that in my life there are over 1.5 million cases reported in nigeria yearly like ever 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 one way one of the best ways i've heard a person describe borderline personality disorder is this so imagine emotions as like having like imagine the ability to deal with your emotions as like having like layers of skin so you know how like with your skin you have your outer layer of skin and because of this outer layer of skin like it's harder for things to get into like your like actual like body and stuff with people people with borderline personality disorder sorry have um they don't have that they don't have that outer layer of skin you 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 feel like emotions really deeply you feel anger really deeply like sadness you feel really deeply like and it's like very fast i know people will be like oh you have anger issues it's like it's not something you know the country it's not how it works like i mean over time with like different like exercises and like different forms of self-talk and different like like things you can balance it and like you have to it's not even but I, I, I can't i can't i can't articulate so um the diagnosis helped me forgive myself a lot for a lot of things i had done as a young adult or at, as a teenager as well um a lot of like hurtful things that like i had impulsively said to friends and like said to friends or like done to friends or like ways i had responded in situations where i could have done better in quotes i and this is new this is a new thing i i don't once i see something as a potential source of pain i I kill it like I don't let myself now because like now I know how like my emotions have always been fragile but like now I know that like oh it's a thing your emotions are fragile and I don't even have like the means available to to work on it or to fix it or to to make it better or to yeah so yeah You can find more information about borderline personality disorder in the show notes for this episode. Were you able to relate to this story? Tweet about it with the hashtag it happened in Nigeria. This episode was hosted by me, Hawalawa. It was produced and sound designed by Moiso. The executive producer is Ebiye Suari. This podcast is produced by Voa Collective. You can find them on social media at VOIX Collective. See you next week when we share a story about music.